welcome to the Electrician's Guide to Everything, a podcast where we explore the electrical industry with various guests, including experts, innovators, and influencers. Now, tonight's show is brought to you and powered by My Energy, innovators and UK manufacturers of eco smart home technology, including world-leading world electric car charger Zappy. So I'll get my words out in a minute. And the awesome Eddie Power Diverter, harnessing the power from the sun. Their aim is to create innovative solutions for harmonious future between people and our planet. Myenergy.co.uk. Check them out. Awesome British company. That was almost, almost perfect. There's a little bit, but I know it can be fucked about with. Now, so can, we, can we get back to the usual shenanigans of this podcast and stop sounding too polished, please? Because uh, <laughs> that sounded very good, mate. Very impressed. How are you doing Thank tonight, you. my friend? Yeah, I'm all right, man. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad. I'm uh, glad to be back to a normal podcast. Um, mm. Yourself and me, um, smashing it out as usual. Um, so tonight we, we're actually joined by a. Uh, well, he's, he's just come bursting onto the scenes with all these opinions. This this geezer called. Well, he calls himself the midfield general. I don't know <laughs> if you've heard of him, Rick. Wills Electrical. Who the bloody hell's that? Wills Electrical. <laughs> never heard of him in my life. No. <laughs> How you doing, Will, mate? How you doing? You all right? Oi, oi. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Now, I'll be honest, I'm not on Instagram too much. And that is yeah. typically where you spend most of your time, as I understand it. Well, it's not so much most of my time. Yeah, that's probably... I, like, basically, I do a daily story, like, mm-hmm. basically, in the morning. What I, When I first used to do it, it's, it's got a lot bigger Instagram and all that, but what I, what I used to do is, in the morning, I'd always introduce myself, hi, I'm Will from Will's Electrical Services, and I'd always use an inspirational figure, so... Obviously, where I'm a Chelsea fan, I'd always go through all the things. I've been Chuck Norris, I've been Mary Berry, I've been absolutely everyone. Who would you be, Rick? And who would you be, Sam? Who's your? Because I'm I'm usually the white Michael Essien of the electrical world. <laughs> I know you're not football lads, but that is big time. You know what I mean? So, so are we talking? Does it have to be someone other people know, or just someone I take inspiration from? Which is a big, big thing. Now we're not going too it deep. It could with be it. anyone, but you you got to remember, it's first thing in the morning, so you got to sell it to people. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, positive person. So I don't, you know, you don't have to be someone too, too uh, serious. For, for me at the moment, I'm going to go Morgan Freeman. But I'm not going to say why, because I'm not going to get that serious. But for me at the moment, I'm liking a bit of Morgan Freeman. I'm, I'm going to go yeah. for a fat Frank Grillo. You might not who? know who he is. Frank no, no, you can't yeah, go into that. But Morgan Freeman was easy. Everyone went, Morgan Freeman, yeah. yeah. And then everybody went, I can see why he said that without getting too into it. But yeah. who? No, I, I'm a fat Frank Grillo because I've just finished watching Kingdom on Netflix and uh, it's just awesome. How did you not go Joe Rogan? How many times have you spoke about Joe Rogan on this show? Is he being like your yeah, one? Yeah, I know, but that's too obvious, see? Like, it is obvious. It is your one and only. Obvious. It yeah. is your one and only. Listen, yeah. before we get too far into this, we've got to do it. We've got to do the quick-fire question, Sam's yes, favourite segment of the show. Okay, let's do this. This is the quick-fire question round, and it is sponsored by Signs and Labels Direct, or quite simply, SLD. Check yeah. them out at Signs and Labels Dot UK. Now, there's a right answer and a wrong answer, and you will be judged um, quite harshly if you get them wrong. So, just so as you yeah. know that, um, power tool brands. Yeah. 
What is your preferred power tool brand? Uh, it's Milwaukee, mate. Uh, Hold on. Whoa, so, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we used to give a choice on this. We used to say Duvault, Makita. Well, I yeah, know the, I the list got a bit crazy. Videos, <laughs> no, no, it's got way too long, so I just do Power Tool brand now. Okay, fair enough. Come and oh, well, I've added a new one to it. Oh, we've got a new one. So, that position, silence, please. We've got to get into this What's now. That? We've got a new one. Does this mean I get to answer the new question after? Got one. Yeah. Come on, carry on. Yeah, yeah. New question Snips or croppers? Croppers all day long. That's a good Snip. question. They're for tie wraps, aren't they? No, side cutters or croppers. Yeah, yeah not, not tin snips. Not tin snips. Side cutters or croppers? Croppers. All right, fair enough. Um, it's wrong in my opinion, but we'll discuss that it's later. It's not. It's not wrong. <laughs> We've had this discussion. We've had this discussion over many a podcast talking right, about how mate, side cutters beat croppers. It don't I don't exist. know any. I don't know any sparks that use side cutters. Vicky, me. They're for tie wraps, aren't they? Well, I, I always thought that was really good for gripple. But listen, I digress. We will continue. Uh, I've got to answer to that, Rick. <laughs> Tea or coffee? Coffee. Uh, work trousers or jeans? Uh, trousers. Work trousers. Sneakers. Day rate or price? Price. And preferred tester brand? Omega. Well, Omega with the MFT, everything else blue. No, no. That's heresy. <laughs> heresy. What? You can't mix and match. If you go for, you have Actually, to be like no, all in. Do you know what? I get that. I get that because I'm a tester. I'm a tester, Rick. So of course I am. Listen, I get because I don't think you can beat the Mega MFT. But when it comes to Mega Continuity Testers, they're basic next to flukes. They're pretty yeah. basic next to what you can do with a fluke continuity tester. I get where you're coming from. Yeah, and I plus Mega, Mega, Mega ain't as easy available, are they? Really? The uh, you know the continuity testers and all that. No, no. Yeah, they I, are on the internet. Just go on the internet. <laughs> no, but don't go to CEF or, or your local wholesaler and think they're going to have every single type of tester. No, C but I'll tell you where it does. The internet. Relax. It's, it's true, but CEF do like <laughs> CEF flavor, flavor, favor, fluke. If you go in, it's all normally flukes. Fluke, client, super rod, CK. These are all the dominating yeah. brands. Yeah, you know? client, so they don't get you anything. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. that. But, um, so what drivers do you use? What are you asking? Well, both, yeah. Both. Uh, Who do I'm you want to go first? C I'm using <laughs> CK at the moment, only because I got them sent to me. Um, but, yeah, um, I, I want to... I actually... My next set of screwdrivers will be Nipex ones, because then they match. Nipex. You nice. Rick? So screwdrivers, I've got a mismatch. Like, I've got CK. Heresy. Yeah, I've I've just got CK. I've got ones I picked up from um, Senate, Rexel, WF, whichever you want to call them, because they got to be all their they, names. They, they've shut in Stevie's uh, WF. They used okay. to be pretty big. Yeah, well, they yeah. own about five companies, but I've got a couple from them. I've got a couple of wearers. Uh, I've, I used a wearer torque screwdrivers. Yeah, um, I see that. I see your video on that on uh, mm -hmm. YouTube. Do you know that the uh, torque screwdriver, like on that? it doesn't actually go up to the size for the Hager main switch. No, it only goes up to three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's strange, isn't it? 
Well, the other strange thing I found mate, when I started going into it is when you go into manufacturers' settings, talk settings, a lot of them don't yeah. even list them. It's very hard to find. The only one that do consistently is MK, and obviously the Century range don't exist anymore. So the other yeah, ones, yeah. you go on there, and it's a bit all over the place. I know Hagar do their MCBs to like 1.7, but then MK yeah, would do it to 2.5, and it's a bit... Yeah, Hager on the new boards, the new consumer units, they've got a yellow sticker on the things. But mm. like today, the last couple of days, I've been putting in a three-phase board, and like with the uh, with Did the. You RCB, have to Google how to do that. Sorry. <laughs> Did you have to Google how <laughs> at, to do look, that? Look at Mister Non-Technical piping up over there. Get back in your box. Get back in your box. Oh, tell me about it. I've had. To, I'm putting in a surge protection one as well because it's like a new three-phase, and it's just like, oh mate. Oh but, yeah. yeah are we getting to the stage where, like they do with a big old, um, the big old MCCBs, have the star talk set, and then they snap off when you do them up? The yeah, yeah, units. that's just. That's do we need to get something like that from breakers now? Something so the yeah. first time you do them, they just break off. I don't know if that's oh, a viable they thing. Shit the li- they shit the life out of you as well because they're about 300 quid a switch, and yes, yeah, but the first time you do them, and you don't realize <laughs> it breaks off. Fuck! Yeah. Oh my god! What have I done? You try to get it back out, though, well. isn't it? Yeah, because... Yeah, it's a clever idea. I've never had one go down, to be honest, so... It's a bugger if you stick it in the wrong place. If you make a mistake, you're fucked. <laughs> take yeah, it back out again. I suppose you could physically start on L2 and end up on L1, couldn't you? Yeah, you see, you get special, didn't you? You get L1, L2, L3 if you're single phase yeah, and all slightly different. Um, yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah, people yeah. get them in the one order and there's a gap at the bottom. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> riveting, fellows. Riveting. I think, I think that's what it's called, a talk rivet. We're going with no, it. Do you know what it's called? It's called bore off with the conversation. No, listen, this is this is important stuff. I will just talking about the talk systems. I've I don't know if I spoke about it on the podcast, Sam. I certainly spoke to you. The problem I'm having now, especially with Schneider boards, is when you push against the RCBO to get your purchase, doing it up, it pops the RCBO out. You know, you the ones that? that insert into the back of the board. Yeah, yeah. The Schneider, what is it? The resin no, nine, I think the, it is. The... They were the square Q, the square D ones, that's didn't it. they? But so now you put pressing that, so now you've got to hold the breaker in and talk it up. That's not fun. And that's not a clever yeah, idea. Yeah. If you've got to do it, it's not working. They're well dangerous, they are as well. I hate them. They, main switches keep burning out, I find. I've been to about yeah. three in the last eight months, and the main switches, but only one that does it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Sam. Carry on with your Sorry, um, non-technical stuff, please. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what to talk about now. But I know that <laughs> Will's got a whole list of stuff that he wants to get into. What is your first question for us, old Willis? Uh, what is my first question? Well, you throw me now, aren't you? No, I thought you'd written it down. We started you, talking now. Now, listen, <laughs> it, it give it all large. Oh, listen, I've got a load of questions for you. Yeah, I love Chelsea. Uh, yeah, yeah, have it. No, Bish, no, I'm from I'm from Stevenage. <laughs> oh, yeah, the okay. fuck are you on about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toby. Uh, yeah, now basically, all it was going back to my Instagram and all that is in the mornings. What, what, my, what, my not a tactic, but what I used to do is I'd always like do an intro, show people what I'm kind of going to do for the day, and then in the evening, when I because I used to show people like do the pictures because I like to fuck about, you know what I mean. I don't, you know, I don't mind a laugh and all that, all my stories, but then on my page and all that, I still try and keep kind of professional, you know what I mean? Because even though, you know, I am professional, like I'm, I've got my own company, I've got an apprentice, got a couple of subbies. So this, this is I'm, a business page, it's not a personal page, so he's representing well, the company to an extent. 
it is and it isn't. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I'm 43, so I'm not looking to expand to be like the next fucking like you know whoever. I, it is. I want to be local. I've spent my time in London. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like I, I, I think you lads are similar to me, and you? you can quite as easily go into London as well as stay out of it, can't you? I mean, I'm out of it now. I'm out I'm of so, it. I'm so far out Done. of it, mate. I'm doing the local social housing, which, yeah, yeah. You know, like I've said in a few videos and to a few people now, it's actually, I don't think I've said it in a video, but the the, the work-life balance is amazing. If I see me nan and granddad earlier, and they went, do you know what? You always see him happier now. You always see him happier yeah. because I've struck, I'm not, I'm not chasing the money now. Like you do when you're self-employed, you can't help it. You chase the money. Um, yeah, everything's yeah. right uh, the, the only goal on how well you're doing when you're self-employed is how much money you're earning there's not a lot else to it is there but when you now yeah. I'm working for a company I'm looking more at the progression value that's what I'm basing it on now yeah. like when do, how do I get to the QS level how do I get higher when, where am I going what am I, so it's a different goals and I'm home every day for five o'clock I don't have to get me van till eight I work local so I can come home for lunch see me family see me kids yeah. you know, see me wife I, it's nice mate. I don't I've done, sorry, mate, I've done a similar thing and all, like in North Arts, like uh, social housing, I've done a lot of testing, I've even done a lot of rewires and all that, and it's, it's quite funny that I was social housing, because I started off as a commercial Sparks, and then all of a sudden I was, and then I moved on to another company, and then they done the, um, what was it, the uh, maintenance for Woolworths, okay, and yeah. all that, and obviously Woolworths went under, didn't they? In the recession, they did. and then all of a sudden, I was like, "Fuck!" I didn't have a car, didn't have anything. So then, all of a sudden, one of my friends was working in Pimlico, doing flats. You know, I went down there for a little while, and then someone called me up and said, "Oh, do you want to do? You know, do you want to come do some social housing rewires?" And it's like, "I've never done any domestic or anything." You know, what I mean, I've you know, I know, you know, even even these commercials, whilst you know what you're doing, didn't you, to a certain degree? But yeah, yeah. and then I've done it for a few years, and honestly, we was on price on it, and oh, we were smashing it because. The lad I was working with had like a family and everything, so I was the lead sparks. I think at the time, I think I was on one fifty. He was on a hundred quid a day, and we split the profits, so it's fair, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's you know, then we both got the goals, and we smashed it for years. You know, quite a few. It's quite embarrassing, really, because it was in recession time, but I was probably earning my best money. You know what I mean? That's just that's sometimes the way the dice rolls, mate. And I know talking about this, Sam, we spoke a few times this week about how you, you're kind of struggling now with the. Um, working away from home. Yeah, it's an absolute, it's absolute um, nightmare. Um, I'm not even really working away from home. So what's happened is um, we've moved from Croydon down to the coast, down to uh, the Fanet coast. And I was working, I was working at a hotel uh, um, in Croydon. Well, I am still working at a hotel in Croydon. So I'm staying at my brother's a couple of nights a week rather than traveling back down to the coast. And I'm really struggling with it at the moment. Um, <laughs> technical what, issues there. Li little mic problem there. <laughs> yeah. A little screw on the side there, mate. It's next to your hand there. There yeah, you go. No, I've done that, bro. Thanks. <laughs> well, not very well. It's just spun round. <laughs> um, no, so I, I'm, I am struggling with the... Because uh, I've, got, I've got a young daughter as well. So she's, she's 15 months old. Um, we've just moved down here. All my, well, now I've got my family down here and I'm back, still back in Croydon. It feels like I haven't really moved. So yeah. I'm finishing up on Friday. It's actually the last day of the job on Friday. Um, so I'm super pleased to just be like finally breaking ties with Croydon. I'll never work in London again. I'm done with working uptown. Um, 
like getting on the train for an agency job and all that. That's that's done for me. Um, yeah. I'd like to say it's definitely done forever, but you never know what's around the corner. But as far as I'm concerned, my my goals have definitely changed now. Um, and I just, Joe, I'm even thinking about um, going out on my own down here. That's scary. Oh, should do, mate. I'd always advise that. <laughs> cool. What was that, Rick? So that's a scary thought, isn't it? You're working by yourself. So you two ever work together then? No. Like on the tolls? Never. He's lucky because I'd have to like, he wouldn't want me to keep pulling him up all the time and showing him how to do stuff. I'll be honest. So, so what? So what? Are, what's both your backgrounds? And you're both commercial or domestic, or? <clears throat> yeah. So I, I've, I've cut my teeth as an apprentice doing social housing, uh, rewires as a subby, um, as a subby apprentice, shitty apprenticeship I had. Um, just doing social housing, housing rewires up in uh, Hounslow. Um, eye opener, right? Real eye opener. Um, and then uh, I just went, yeah, I, once I got my gold card, I, I went on the agency circuit and started doing stuff on the agencies and that. And uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it at first. But what a lot of people don't realize is, and it's quite easy to get sucked in with the money but before you know it you're 35 and you know there's not really any progression the money that you're earning now is probably not going to get any better and but your commitments are getting bigger and you're like jesus i need more money so you've got to start doing other stuff to get more money um getting more tickets and then you can go from running a job to being a bottom of the being a disposable bottom of the run spark the next day so it's a tough environment to create a career out of. And really and truly, in my opinion, I think the agency world is really a great plan B and should only ever be a plan B. Yeah. You say, you say that, though. I was chatting to one of my mates, Darren, like, who, who I've worked with before, and he works up in Cambridge, like on the agencies. And he was, he was telling me, like, I've... I'm a bit out of the loop with it all, but he was telling me he was getting like two twenty-five, like like a day on the, you know, like on the agency, and I'm thinking I'll run my own yeah. company. Yeah, yeah, but I guarantee he's, I guarantee he's on site for for twelve hours, docked an hour for lunch. Do you know what I mean? And then there's an yeah, hour yeah. hour travel each way. Before you know, it, you're out of the house for for fourteen hours. You get yeah, on, yeah. you're knackered, you're miserable, you're around with your missus. <sighs> Do you yeah. know electricians have the highest divorce rate, highest um, addiction rate? But why is that? Because it's a stressful yeah. job at the best of times, let alone being piled on by agencies and stuff. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I've got, I've, I've got to be honest. That's the only thing, like, like with myself, I'm a bit foreign to the old agencies. I've worked, with, I've worked for, like, subs and loads of companies that have them, but I've never actually been one. And I tell you, when, I remember, like, when I've, like, that was the thing I was going to chat to you about, like, uh, which like, I was going to say is that I've never had a job interview in my life. You know what I mean? I've just always word of mouth for jobs like, and all that. And like the first company I ever worked for, like they had agencies and some of them were unbelievable. But then some of them, like there was one geezer, you know, um, you know, Swanley, you know, like with the JRB places and all that. There's a swimming pool there and we've done that up. And all that, and his geezer used to turn up every dinner time. He used to have a lot of bottle of cider and all that, and it's like <laughs> it was so unique. No one yeah. had the bottle to say anything to because he's like, "You what?" It's um, you know, 
It's a funny thing. You meet a lot of characters in, in, in on on agency work. A lot of characters. Yeah. I've met people. I've met people in the agency circuit that will be friends for the rest of them, for the rest of my days. People I really respect. People I've like Rick. Although we didn't meet on a job, we met through the agency circuit, and like we're friends, families, friends, the whole lot now. It's um, oh, like and you get to work in interesting places. I mean, I've worked in some of the major sites in London. Um, on some really interesting projects in London, all kinds of stuff. I don't regret my time as an agency spark, but what I regret is not seeing that it's not um, a career. It's quite delicious when you say that, where you've worked on some really nice sites, nice jobs. The bigger the job and the nicer the job, the shitter the pay. So I worked on like, yeah, I worked on um, Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs Investment Bank, 350 million pound projects. Twenty pound an hour. Yeah. That was the pay number. It was twenty pound an hour. The Tottenham job, Tottenham Football Stadium, twenty pound an hour. If you'd done twelve hour days, seven days a week, it'd go up. You'd get a bonus. I worked on a little WeWorks building, so we worked all the office space down at Shaftesbury Avenue. That was two thirty a day. Little project, yeah. you know, but you can negotiate it because it's small. It's a smaller contractor. Um, yeah, I suppose the sad thing is, is that you don't really get to see the job out either, do you? No. no. Normally, when you're, if you're an electrician on the agency circuit, you're only ever called in to fix other people's shit and then you're fucked off yeah. as soon as it's done. So you'll never see your job out. You'll get called in, in my experience, normally three months before the job ends. You'll do a couple of months rectifying a load of shit and then right before the job ends, when there's a few little bits left to do, they'll get rid of you and use the same old fucking idiots that done it in the first place. Yeah, it's, it's a funny well, old thing because I'm actually so the job I'm on I'm not agency I've got it through word of mouth um, and I've been there I don't know how long I've been at this hotel Rick do you like six months way more than six months mate this was yeah it's been a while this was a brilliant job for you until you moved mate well I moved in the last last three weeks of it but I'm actually going to get to see the job out this is the first job I think I've ever worked on and until completion a hundred percent completion. Um, well, until, until a geezer drives around the uh, reception with a digger. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, it's um, no, it's a it's a mustard job. Really great company I've worked for. Really, like, mate, I've 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 had it right off here. I've had it right off. I've been getting yeah. um twenty five so pounds an hour. Hey, or... eh? oh, so you're on a day rate, yeah? I'm on a day rate, um, eight till four come and go as I please most like if we're ahead so what it, what they do is they give you I don't know 30 rooms at a time so yeah all the rooms get gutted you go in rewire them second uh, the furniture comes in you second fix it um, then it's tested switched on and tested boom room done 30 rooms done um, and sometimes we're so far ahead you just get appearance money for like three or four days in a row. He's like, nah, you might as well shoot off, mate. Bosh, we've got nothing to do. One day I was there. I just, you know, one of them days where you just want to get on. So I was just getting on and he comes up, taps me on the shoulder. He goes, you're doing too much today. Go on, mate. I'll tell you what, as well, price work and agency do not mix. Do not yeah, mix. Do not mix because nah, they, that's, they where will... gonna, that's where you can have a meet with cable purchase up the conjure. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? You go to it and, there's just too many people involved. If you're doing it for, doing it for a contract, so you've got a relationship, you do what you need yeah. to do. But you turn up an agency to a price work job and you go, right, I don't know, 
uh, typical is sort of housing, isn't it? You go and first fix a flat and you go, well, hundred pound a flat, just for instance, you know what I want to go yeah. do four. Well, there's only two available, mate. Well, that's not fucking good to me, mate, is it? Yeah. T- how many have we got in front of you? And you go the next day, I've only got one available today, mate. Well, so what? Come here for hundred quid. It don't work. You need that relationship with a, a contractor, I think. You are right, Will, as well. Uh, the meter of cable up, up the conduit. I was on a job once and it was priced to begin with. And then they was like, nothing's working. Uh, can you have a look at that room? Nothing's working. So I took the, took the front of the uh, switch off. Yeah, looked in there. That looks all good. And then, you know when you just leave it hanging? Yeah. And it just <laughs> fell off. <laughs> it just fell out. And about that much, your cable come out with it. And I was like, was this price before? And I was like, yeah. And every switch and socket just had a meter of cable stuffed up the, it. The and best one I had to that. And it, it wasn't. Idiots, man. They're like, you think that's like an urban myth, don't you? But I've seen it myself, you know. I, I got, I had... like, I've got to be honest, like the old myth going around, that's what they reckon happened with the fire alarm at the uh, Tottenham ground, wasn't it? that they were doing all that yeah a lot of that went on i know a lot of things went on there um i know someone who was there um i'm not condoning this behavior i think i don't think it works out very well it's, you know i think it's i think it's silly but um at the tottenham ground i know someone who went round and would just cut all the tags off all the, like the markings off of the cable at the board yeah. so <laughs> Prick. <laughs> what a prick. There might be like yeah. 200 cables at the board and you just go around, cut them all off, leave them on the floor and then they've got to test it all out. In the end, they didn't know where anything went. So yeah. they were testing it but they couldn't find the other end. So in the end, they had to rewire it again. Yeah, yeah. I, I had yeah, a story I... there where they had to, um, someone put some containment up and then they put it up too early so they had to take it down for the pipework to put up for the sprinklers. So I took all the containment down again, repiped it, put it all back up, come back a week later, now the pipes are on. Take it all back down again, adjust the pipe, put it all back up. Someone come along, now nah, it's still not white, mate. Take it all back, back down again. That's why it's over one. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, proper mo- everyone just ripping them off. Yeah, but I remember talking of that cable landing down, I'll never forget this when I was doing my apprenticeship. And there was, so we're going to talk about Little Legs again. We talked about Little Legs with Matthew Voss on that episode, didn't we? <laughs> and he'd done a plasterboard box and he'd cut the hole too big. He'd marked it out, well, he'd marked the one side of the box. Do you know what I mean? So the hole was the size of the fucking box. But he just propped it in the hole. So I remember reaching around to turn the light on and just pushed it into the void. <laughs> <laughs> why, have you, why have you just, why? He was the senior electrician on site. Yeah. And I just, oh, I didn't realise. You cut, you popped it in the eye. What are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do me, yeah, like, oh, fucking smelly little. Bastard. What's some of the worst stuff you've seen? At, um, Will, uh, mine's well. That was one of the things I was going to say to you. I know is that you know, like, there's a lot of um, a lot of stuff on social media and all that going about, like, uh, like make electricians great and all that again and all that. And it's like obviously you boys have been about. Like, I've never seen it that great of you. Do you know what? No. Do you know what? I want to push back against that a little bit. Now, I don't I think that a lot, don't you? Yeah, I do, mate. I love it. <laughs> Just getting it ready right now. Um, I think that the electrical industry is exactly what you want it to be, right? So, if you want it to be shit, and you go out there and you look for the shit, and you say, right, that's shit, that's shit, it's gonna be in it. Yeah. Whereas. Yeah. 
if you want to go out there and find the good in it, you can do that too. It's, it's a funny industry where it's actually, it's as good as you make it. It's as good. Yeah. You're as good as you want to be. And the industry is as good as you make it. You look at some of the boards that are going on Instagram lately. I'm telling yeah. you now, I don't know how they do some of them boards. Some of them boards are like witchcraft. Has done I, 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 sorry, I like the ones that keep appearing with the lids on. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's shit behind that then. <laughs> just go with the lid on. You know, you've done, what, you, you, you put but some of them boards are so straight. beautifully dressed. Like, And I look at it and I think, hmm, there's no way I could do I'll that. I'll be honest, as, 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 as nice as they are, fucking don't need to look like that. They don't yeah. need to be. They just need well, to be I've, so you I've, can work I've, in them. You know what I mean? I've, I've, got, I've, got, I've got to be honest. I, I do take a bit of pride in mine. They're, they're not nowhere near as neat as them because obviously I'm on price, so I can't yeah. be. You know, well, I'm not on price as in, like, you know, I, you know, all my customers, I have repetitive work. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm local spark sort of thing anyway. So, you know, I'm not going to do anything just because of the price. But, yeah, it's like I've seen some of them are even putting ferals on them. You know mm. what I mean? And it's just like, what are you doing? I'll be honest, I have feral now. I, I do feral. Funny, um, funny you should say that. I've got a um, barrel as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's funny you should say that because I, I've got a little technical one for you, Sam, as well. Is oh, that yeah. I, uh, I, where I'm doing this Hager three phase board, and the, the tails for the the RCBOs were were just everywhere, and I just messaged them because you could do it on WhatsApp with Hager, and I've done nice. I've it's first first time I've done it. I've never done it before, and I just what like like said, can you can you cut them down? You know what I mean? Because I've, I've always done it before, you know what I mean? But I thought, like, because I'm actually paying for these RCBOs at 40 quid a pop, and there's about 20 of them, I thought I'd fucking ask. You the know option's I mean? there as well, isn't it? It's easy to ask, yeah. so you're bothered. And, 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 and they say, and they said, yeah, it's fine It's fine to do as long as you're fairer on, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, and that's, you know, and it's, it's like fair enough, you know what I mean? I'll it's just when you do it, and there's issues, and then all of a sudden it's like you cut them all down, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I bought a feral kit online. Sam recommended it to me. It cost me 20 quid. It came with, with, yeah. the, with the crimping tool and a load of ferals in it as well. Um, yeah, I've, away. I've, I've, got the, I've got the same one. The only trouble always I've found with mine is it that Perceiver or whatever it's called. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Funny enough, you know that brand, that SWA? Yes. They, 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 they sent me out a set. I don't know why. Like, you know, they sent me out a set to test and I've still got their video on my Instagram and theirs are pretty nice. How much the are they, though? Is, That's the trouble. The only problem is with theirs is that you've got to put it in the correct slot. You know what I mean? Like where them ones, it just, oh, it just like yeah. octopus, they call it, don't they? Yeah, so you like the CK set do that, didn't they? You have to put it in the right jaw. Yeah. But, yeah. It's th- bit, th- th- yeah. That's kind of what I didn't want. I was, I was pushing back against that. And the only other set I see was, I can't remember what brand it was now. Sam, you remember this. Nipex. Nipex. And that was £130. I went right down a rabbit hole with them. I went right down the rabbit hole. I searched every brand and I just couldn't justify the Nipex ones. I was like, no. you know, they're going to be the business. You just know they are. Yeah. But it's like a hundred pound more. It does yeah, come into not... problems though. The more of this stuff you use, so torque screwdrivers, um, yeah. this, this stuff, the crimp tools and stuff, you need to get them calibrated. They, they yeah, say yeah. that you even need to get your lug, your, your big lug, your 10, 16, 25. Technically, that should be calibrated. Yeah. Because so, how do you know that? So you, you go, it all goes a bit weird, mate. So when you say, when people are going on and they're crimping everything and it's great, if you're not getting them tested once a year, <laughs> technically, you could be doing yeah, more harm than good. 
Yeah, but can't you actually, uh, I think you can self-calibrate them though, can't you? So if you have enough of a model that's been calibrated, so you could swing them off each other. But yeah, then, I mean, you know, all of a sudden, before you go down the road, you've got two yeah, sets, isn't you? It's where you're going. So you've, you've, if you, you've feathered every cable, then that's good. Yeah. But your, your, your crimper hasn't been calibrated or is wrong, and you, you can pull them out, then you would have been better off with no feathers in the first place and just doing the way it's always been done. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, so... It's like what you were saying earlier about, like, um, you know, like we were saying about the torque settings. You know, like, uh, I think it's Hager on uh, a 1.5 single cable is 1.7 newton metres, and that is proper loose, you know, like if you're doing it for your drivers. Yeah. I've done a little test sort of thing on one of my YouTube videos, and I, I literally done it, and every time it was like 3 newton metres, you know, like, you know, Jesus Christ, I've never done it in my life, but I used to. Yeah, I, I've never done that sort of thing in my life, but it's quite surprising, really. It's like, even like when I was, you know, younger and I was a bit more, uh, when I was on price, I would do it with an impact driver, which obviously I, I don't do anymore. But, you know, and you think about it, like an impact driver is probably rated at about 40 million. Well, this is, this is a big thing with impact drivers, isn't it? Because I've said this a few <laughs> times now. If you've, got, if you've got that Devault impact, the new one with the three, three settings on it, I don't know if you've said, if yeah. you put on setting one, it it goes very soft. You, yeah. I'm confident you can actually go through a board and do them all to that, and then you'd still need to talk them up after. It does it that soft. So when yeah. people say don't use impact drivers in a board, but let me tell I'm you the best, changing. the best impact driver of all time is the Milwaukee. No, sorry, the Makita 10.8, the old one, the old white one that used to come with a drill as well. 10.8, like they've got the little round batteries that go in the bottom. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. got one that's 15 years old, and let me tell you, it is the simply the best second fixing tool in the world. Finish, I, I remember you they used to come and it they're two tiny little drills, didn't they? Yeah, the size of the fucking box they used to come in, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. justify yeah. 150 quid. It was yeah. like a speaker, <laughs> yeah, because they brought out they used to bring out pink ones, didn't they, for yes, wood, they like breast cancer and that. Yeah, yeah, I've got I've I've got the little twelve volt Milwaukee ones, and going back to that, the actual setting on the minimum one for that driver for a twelve volt, it's a non-impact, but it's got the quarter hex, is two newton meters. So it just goes to show that straight away you can't use that with the smallest drill they do. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's you know, and it you know with you know like there probably be people listening saying, oh yeah, you've used an impact, you fuckers, but. It's 95% of us listening have done it. This is the big thing with this podcast, you know. That, that We're talking reality here. We're talking yeah. about what really goes on. We're not talking about ideal situation because life ain't ideal. Jobs ain't ideal. Yeah. We're talking about what really happens and how bad is it really? Because we, we, can, we can gloss over and go, you shouldn't use an impact. Yeah, of course not. But people do. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, We and, all have. Let's be fair. Yeah, absolutely. When I was doing social housing and you had to do the boards and you had a day, you, like we had to do two a day, right? That's a periodic, at the time, a periodic, uh, a rewire. So a strip out, a rewire, a board change, and we had to do two of them a day. To be fair, mate, I know a bloke that could do three EICRs in a day, so... So, so, <laughs> mate, you could only imagine the sort of things that were getting pulled on them jobs. Because I was still, I was only on a day rate, but I was still in a, I was still like a, an adult trainee. So I was just getting, doing what so, I'm told. So what was, were they doing then? Well, so they were doing eight 
A test? A test? A strip out? A rewire? What, of a kitchen or? No, of the whole house or flat. Can and I then... Oh, was yes. it all in tube then, was it? No. Surface. Oh, I can't be a bit <laughs> that, can you? <laughs> and Got then, a little bit of skirting for you, love. <laughs> it's, uh, and then it was, um, it was chaos, mate. Like, no, no screws were used. Oh, like I'll be going along with my my impact putting. Uh, well, my SDS and my impact putting screws in in the uh, in the sticky trunk in, and the geezers shouting at me, "Don't worry about the screws, just stick it up." <laughs> so in the end, you're just sticking it up. <laughs> Like across the ceiling. Was it? Was it not? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Was he like doing hockey sticks around the corners and all that? Yeah, mate. It was a complete rewire in surface. Yeah. We've done three bedroom houses like that. Yeah, we, when when we used to do it, me and my mate, we used to be able to do them in two and a half days, like a full rewire. And if every now and then we'd, there'd be four of us and we could do it in a day, but it was proper neat. You know what I mean? We weren't cutting corners like that but yeah well say so yeah discreet in the corners you know what I mean the classic thing I always come across now is when you, you get a brand new board all in brand new colours and then about a quarter of a metre into the trunk and above the board it's all cut and through crimped yeah. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. much what they do it's, yeah, it's been rewired I mean it's yeah. through crimped and I come across one earlier brilliant it was a shower not working um, on, on the notes it said someone had gone there and it's like replaced the shower so I replaced the whole shower. I said the PCB weren't working. Done it all. Switched it on. Weren't working. I was like, what is going on? So I looked into the switch, the um, the pool cord, and it had probably half an inch of mastic between that and the wall. And I was taking yeah. it, what am I going to find here? And it wired the pump into into the isolator as well, which is quite a common thing they've done wrong, which is a bit too far on a 40 amp. Um, but yeah, the, the, the things they do, it's just like just whack it up, mastic it, get that up there, shove it, just get it done. Do you know what I mean? It's um, mm. it, it's so, so that, bad. It's so bad. Some of that social housing stuff. It's so bad. And like knowing what I know now, and I feel a bit sorry for what for what went on. If I'm honest, because if yeah, I look back me, now, we never done one test. We never tested the houses. Uh, even afterwards, we didn't test them. Like yeah. I'd be, like I'll be driving the van. And the electrician would be sitting next to me going, uh, give me a number between so-and-so and so-and-so. And I'd be like, 52. And he'd go, right, that do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, <laughs> that, and that's, how, that's how it would be tested. The trouble is, though, yeah. so like, if you look at the SOR, SOR codes and jobs and how much you get, like most councils pay about £100 for an EICR, but you'll get about 30, 40 quid to install a socket. So they'll go into a house for two hours, won't do no testing, but they'll stick 10 new sockets in because that's worth more money to them. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, whenever you well, go to a social housing, you always, always, always end up with two sockets directly under the board because yeah, it's easy yeah. money. <laughs> See, we used to, like, like the firm I'd done it for, I think it weren't as, like, cutthroat as that because they, like, what, like, I used to do the testing. Like, I, like I, even though I'd done testing before, I'd done the rewires, but, like, you got to know, you know, they had to, you know, you just work your way up sort of thing. And we used to do two tests a day and all that, and that was on price. But, yeah, you used to get a few remedials and all that. But, yeah, it was never as like that. But, yeah, that was the other thing is that, the, like, you do the remedial works and all that. And, that you know, that's what it was because they had a guidance, didn't they, for the amount of sockets they wanted and all that. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. yeah. It was all on price, but it was a good earner. But, 
yeah, it weren't as cutthroat as that because they had like QSs as well, like the council, like, oh, they always warned you that they did. They had no nothing way. on this one. They had nothing on this one. Mate, I knew that people were filling up their van on a Friday with all the stuff for next week. They was going to this shop in Penge, unloading it there, getting a nice bunce, then driving to a different, a different wholesaler to load up their van on Monday for the rest of the week. So doubling up, no one was checking anything. It was chaos. People were having it right off there. But there's me just trying to like stay in a straight and narrow because I've got my, got my electrical work. And I was learning from cowboys, man. Learning from cowboys. Yeah, that's pretty poor, isn't it, really? Yeah, because yeah. we always, we always done the test because obviously, like, you know, even though, you know, like, I, I would always do it properly, you know what I mean? Because it's just, you should do, shouldn't you? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to be responsible for it. So, but yeah, Jesus, <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> Wild West, doesn't it? It really? was the Wild West, man. It can be. Tell me, tell me a bit Hold more on. about your... Let's, let's talk about some sponsors first. Oh, about right, halfway, I think. Um, so we're going to talk about Klein Tools, um, show sponsor now for a little while, Klein Tools and Super Rod. Uh, they want to talk today about some verification VDV products. So these are products that you use primarily for your data stuff, you know, so you can test your phone, your home theatre, your network stuff, your satellite, uh, CCTV cables. Uh, and they've got a new product called the Scout Pro 3. So it does voice data and video cable testing, locate and test coax data and telephone cables too, and it verifies accurate cable installations every time. So it's created to save time, be durable, be accurate. Um, you could go on. Hold on, hold on. So what does it do? So like you can trace cables with it. So you put one in and you go around and you test it. That's it. Yeah. So if you imagine, have you ever used a coax tester before in your life? Or no. a date, date or a Cat5 tester? The Cat5, the, yeah. I was on a job once in Kingston um, and someone had cut all the numbers off. Funnily enough, <laughs> and it was, mate, for was it? The B, it was for all the BT, not BTK, uh, the Cat5 cables. And there was a massive, massive, like, log of it coming down. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was me and this other guy's job. He would go to each room, and I would have to find it out at the bundle. The well, this is was... the kit. If you was on that job, this is the bit of kit you want, mate. Um, you can find, if you go to Client Tools and search for VDV, um, it's on there. And you can go, they've got loads of cable testers on there. And also, while we're on the subject of Client, you've got to join that trades club. The latest giveaway. They just give away one of their things that I can never remember the name of. Their cable reelers. We're, we're famous for cable, this now. The cable, cable jacks. Jack Pro, isn't it? The cable jack pro. They just give one of them away and the spooler that goes on the floor, goes on sideways. Run you I've got, got. I got one of them and yeah. they are fantastic. I've and listen, got one they, and I they, used it the other day and I was like, why didn't I not use this before? They're doing a monthly oh, draw. It's free to join. Client Tradesman Club. Go and check it out. I keep up to date with all their products as well. But listen, there's a chance to win prizes. And no that's fantastic. Check them out. Will, did you have something to add, mate? Um, yeah. <laughs> he did. He ain't anymore. Don't worry I did, about it. I totally forgot now. I was just like fucking. Will, uh, do you know who Ideal are? Yeah. Yes. So Ideal. They're um, 77, I... aren't they? This is it. They, yeah, man, bunk. This is it, man. So ideal are, are <laughs> well, ideal are producing some amazing bits and pieces 
from their amazing lineup. So you've got splice line connectors, they replace crimps. Um, you've got your lever connectors, they replace well, you know that 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 company that begins with W. Well, they've got they've got a competitor. Now, check them out. They also do the legendary. Now, every spark in the known universe has used yellow 77. And who makes that? Ideal make that. So check out Ideal at idealindustries.com or on Twitter at ideal underscore E-M-E-A. Now, to put that to the test, Will, what is, uh, what is Yellow 77? Old man spunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Blocks up that true wonderfully. To be, to be fair, that stuff has been about for years, isn't it? They even tried a clear one, but no one bought it, did they? Yeah, mate, it's, it's absolutely awesome. And it beats yeah. the old, and you always get this, normally with improvers, normally with improvers on site, that go and get, oh, well, I'll go and get some fairy liquid. I'll just go that all down the tube. Yeah. Or go and get some soap out of the toilet. The cable. Yeah, absolutely nonsense. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the 77 stuff. Yeah, no, it's, it's no frills, in it? It's no frills, just doesn't Yeah, job. no, credit, credit where credit's due, it is decent, isn't it? You know what I mean? I've even got a tub in my van all the time there. You know what I mean? Oh, it does yeah. work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How many apprentices have <laughs> you got? It's just like the early afternoons <laughs> with the apprentice, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I, I, you got to get what you got to get. Enough. Go to the van, get the yellow 77 out, will you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's coming. So, so you were saying, like, uh, I was, when I was talking to Sam on the phone, uh, like, before, that was he was mentioned about Twitter and all that. So is there a big society on Twitter then? Or I there was. Uh, actually, there was, this was but... A, Go on, go on, mate. Sorry, sorry, mate. We, we was going to have the discussion, wasn't we? Because actually, this whole toxic shit social fucking media bollocks is really starting to grind me now. You know, you put something on social media and every prick has to inbox you, because no one's got the bollocks to say it to your face or want to comment on social media. I've kind of ruined it. And Twitter has dropped right off the, like, right off the radar. Hardly anyone's using Twitter anymore. Well, pretty well, much. What the problem is, what the problem is with, with Instagram, yeah, it's like, as I said, I do my little daily story and then I'll show them a picture to show what I've done, you know what I mean? Like, I'm proud of my work, my work works all right, you know, you know I'm, I know I'm me, you know what I mean? I know, I know there's better, and you know, but it is what it is. But like, what the problem is, is when you get the other people who are on Instagram who are like employees for companies and all that or do stuff, what you've got to remember is that like people like myself with companies, and there's loads of decent lads on there, like unbelievable, like the work they do. But we're all in greenhouses, you know what I mean? So if you start slagging our work off, you know, I'd probably say with my page, I've probably got about 75% of them are probably like in the trade, and the other quarter are friends and customers, mm. you know. And if you see something, because like like one of the one of the other people, like big influencers who do podcasts and all that. I see criticizing other people's work. And usually what 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 the normal protocol is for me, because you, you lads must be similar sort of, you know, like I've been doing this for like, I'm 43, I've been doing this 23 years, is that you know, you can go on Instagram and you can see by the standard of someone's work of how long they've been doing it for, can't you? Yeah. You know what I mean? You just, you, you just can. And like there was one flippant comment I see of someone and he just he just put like this lad, it was it was it was nonsense anyway. You know, like when you put the cap in in the back of the walls, you've got the uh, banding that just fixes it back. Yeah, the little black, still banding. Yeah, the little black oh, yeah, banding, yeah. yeah. He just put, oh, sweet. Um, you know, oh, it's all fire clip now. 
And it's just like, and then someone, this particular people made a comment saying, oh, that banding hasn't been tested to this. And it's just like, mate, it's below a fucking socket. You know what I mean? It's going to be behind plaster. There's premature, it's going to be no premature collapse. It's just, you know, if you have got a gripe with him, just personal message him. You know what I mean? Let me tell you about premature collapse and let me tell you about all this. What? This is the man to talk about premature anything. Uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, you're not wrong. Ask, <laughs> ask Amanda, she'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. She'll be like, yeah, best three seconds of my life. I don't mind, I ain't proud. Right? <laughs> Let me tell you that. No, you don't have to feel proud. <laughs> exactly. Let me tell you about this premature collapse. Virtue coding bullshit. This is a new word that was invented by the team at EGTE. Virtue coding, right? That's one thing. The second thing is, we are electricians, yeah. Um, this sort of stuff where it's where it's not tested to certain um, certain degrees and all that. We use a book. The book is the book tells us what what we can and can't use because um, it's our, it's our guidance notes. Yes, you you work from it, not to it. What all that sort of stuff. But what I'm saying is, the st- the things that people are talking about are above our pay grade. Relax. It is nonsense. It's nonsense. Yeah. So you... it, it comes down to the fact that if you're gonna if you're gonna um, worry about premature collapse in a built in a building, right? Say in a in a normal square room, right? Pen, premature collapse. You've got plasterboard walls. Yeah. Um, and you've got conduit going up and over, up and over like an arch, right? You can only technically, you can only fix to the actual stud and not the plasterboard you have to make sure that you you fix to the stud because if the if the fire firemen come in and squirt water on the plasterboard and you've only fixed the plasterboard then it's going to premature collapse that's not for us to think about that's so mental the thing is as well it's been well it's got a last half hour fire test in it 60 minutes isn't it is it yeah, but that goes down when you start wetting it with with water. But let's let's talk about this because I looked into oh. this the other day, and the, the conclusion sorry, I kind Rick. of made to it. Sorry, go on, Will. Sorry, mate. Sorry, Rick. I've just got one little comment there. Go with that. Is that one of my mates is he's got his own firm that they do like all these flats in London. You know, like where they do the sixty flats and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was chatting to him about it, and I, I was chatting to him about the and. And on their site, they always argue about it, is that they have to get the Hilti clips, you know, like with the nail gun and, and do yeah. it up. Because they, because what their argument is, is like what you say with the plasterboard, is that what they say is that when the firemen come in now, they just take the ceiling straight, collapse Smash it down. down. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, fucking hell, you don't have chip fire with them fuckers, do you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the, the trouble is, a lot of this we're talking, because primarily there's not many... There's not many electricians that are doing commercial work that are out in this stratosphere. It's mainly domestic. And people are going mad for premature collapse in domestic houses. It's fucking mental. The firefighters that got trapped up weren't in a fucking house, were they? That was in the commercial premises where hundreds of cables weren't fucking, you know what I mean, or fell down. Unfortunately, Um, they weren't, mate. Well, I think there was two cases, because sadly enough, one was in Southampton and the other mm. one was in Stevenage, not my hometown. And like the two flats, yeah, because oddly enough, I've a- I actually worked in that block of flats. And what they used to do there is nothing against the rules or the regulations, but you know, you used to get the COVID, COVID trunking. I've only ever seen it there, is that they used to have all the COVID trunking with all the drops that come down. 
Mm-hmm. It was quite unique, and it was it was in that building where I've used where that. It, you know, yeah, it come down, and it's it's just that you know, like no one would ever presume that, would would, would you really? No, but, but it's yeah. not really for the electrician on the ground to be making those decisions. No, it's think- about it's about like if you go into someone's house, right? You know what you know, you're not gonna. You don't use plastic clips in someone's house because you know the regs say use metal clips, premature collapse. You're not going to start wondering, oh, will that bit of plaster hold up? So they've got lava and plaster. Will that hold up if I fix to it? Da, da, da. That's not your. That's not really your job to 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 sort of make sure that firemen are safe. Should it ever happen? That's that's not our job. I'm I sorry. Mean, it, it's just it, not. Yeah, but it's. It is. I think it is, especially on a new install. I think it is, yeah. Uh, but we're on going a down new a... install? Yeah. Yeah, but we're going down rabbit holes now. We're no, going no, through... no, not on a new install. What are you talking about? That's a designer's job on a new install. No, because... Yeah, you if, are if... the designer. Yeah, exactly that. If you're, if you're working for yourself, you design, didn't you? I work See, for I'm myself, talking don't from I, a yeah. commercial point of view. You know, yeah, but the other thing is, yeah, it's like, as you say, on a new build, you don't have to, you know... All this permacore, you know, like above, like the studs and on the on the plasterboard, you don't have to worry about it too much. You know what I mean? You don't have to have clips. No. Everyone's, you know, and like, and it's like as I go back, a lot of people do use that banding, even though. It, but the thing is, with that banding and then clips, like the fire clips, I think it costs them. I see something on that uh, eFix, and I'm yeah. sure they were saying something like it costs something like thirty grand to charge to test their products. So that's why they're not doing it. Cause like that banding is what is that about four or five quid a bat? Like a roll. It's nothing. You know mate. I mean? It's nothing. You're never going to um, test it. Are they? And I'm not being funny. You s- so when we looked into this the other day, one thing I do want to say before I get into what I looked into was, um, the sort of comments I'm seeing flying about with someone to be doing it in the ICR. Now, do you take the trunking lid off to check if it's all metal clipped? And if it ain't metal clipped, do you see to it and then go back and metal clip it? And then, Someone said it was nonsense. You can't be expected to do that. And then someone's response was, well, I would have wanted it in my conscience if a firefighter died because I never had. That's what? nonsense. That's such a nonsense thing so to say. Dumb. Um, but, yeah. yeah, so we looked the other day into red wall plugs into concrete. Um, yeah. And is that fire rated? So if you, if you do red wall plug into concrete, is that good enough to hold any metal clip? Um, well... I'm asking that. Well, what, what do you think? So if you, do, if you install a red wall plug correctly into concrete is that is that a sufficient fire rated fitting to then fit metal onto a metal clip or whatever oh, I, I don't know I, well we do it, we there's, do it so there's conflicting conflicting advice um and i have i have actually i have actually seen things alone funny enough funny you should say that because i have seen i have seen like other people like discuss it online and all that mm. and they've you know never said because it's difficult really because the, the plug goes in that far doesn't it where there's yeah. no oxygen in there so there's gonna yeah. it's not the fire's not gonna get in there is it no you know the only way the, that raw plug can get damaged is by that screw getting hot enough to melt it that's it you know? and um you know so there's, there's, the general consensus is that what's going around from certain bodies that people are talking to is that once it's inserted in the wall it becomes part of that wall so we're still yeah. the same fire rating as that wall so the, the yeah. IET done a couple of experiments on this and they concluded that it it goes I think they're fire rated up to about 380 degrees so the ones that did fail during this test that they've done they won like four tests they had five different 
ways of holding stuff up and some of them fouled, yeah. some of them never. When they did foul, they fouled around 380 degrees. Um, the guidance says you need to put a fire rate in of 600 degrees. They say that's, that's, that's what we're going for. That's what the, the, the regs say we're aiming for, a fire rate in, to, to sustain for about 600 degrees for a certain length of time. So I'm not going to go too far into this because it's, it's, it would be here all night. Yeah, but, we haven't got the answers, have we? Really? Yeah, the, the most obvious thing I think to me, it, I think the whole premature collapse thing, hold on, hold just on. follow the guidance notes and you'll be fine. Yeah, but then you say Don't that, overthink so, it. Listen, the guidance notes say 600 degrees. The average house fire burns between 530 and 1,000 degrees. So what's listen, the 600 degrees If you've got, if you've got a house fire of 1,000 degrees, a fireman That's ain't average. going into a house for 1,000 degrees. Ah, but this is the other point as well, isn't it? So it, it's mental. It, it's crazy. And yeah, exactly that. Listen, More if, research that, if needs your house is, is at full burn, your house is at full burn, it's 1,000 degrees in there, you ain't getting close to it even if you're a Mate, firefighter. Who's going in at 600 degrees? Exactly. I, I <laughs> Lunacy. This is what I'm saying. It's not our problem. It's a problem of the people this... who write the books. Sorry, Will. In this... I, I, like, I play football with a few firemen as well, and it's like unless unless there's life in there, they ain't going in. You know yeah. what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think, uh, like you say, when you're fixing to things, you can't you can't fix the plasterboard because, like I say, when they spray it down, it falls apart. So then you've you've not got it unless you're going yeah. into concrete. Really, yeah. you're you're not really achieving your fixing anyway. So, but it's mental the way it's gone, and this is the, this I've, is what annoys me. I've got something else for you as well, like uh, like your opinion, because I, I had a funny one. I had like uh, I had my uh, approved contractor thing last week, where the guy comes in and like at the moment, I don't know if you lads have ever done it. You know, have you ever been a QS or done like uh, the meeting and all that? And I like, no, basically I've never have now because like, this time round, like it, it was it was half a day, so he basically we've done similar to this, like. Uh, but it was via WhatsApp and he was asking me and where the geezer's been doing it for so long now and it's, it's the first time I've had the guy and he's fucking pretty switched on and I was I was a bit worried because usually you get a bit of rapport with them you know because if you can show me work you feel a bit more comfortable like I'm, I'm more than comfortable with my work you know what I mean it's like you know so you feel a bit more comfortable and I, and I even said to him like straight away I said you know some of my paperwork could be a bit iffy you know what I mean like the tick list, I don't spend as much time as, as I should. As, you know, and like what you've got to remember is that with these fellas, they see so many people, it's all rehearsed. You know what I mean? They know, because I said to him, I said, out of all the, like, the people, he said, look, where we go, so I see 300 people. I've seen six people get the tick list right, and three of, and the three others were fluke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And like, also, what I was going to say to you, well, not so much the tick list, but he was going on about the surge protection and all that. And all of a sudden, and like before I answered, he goes, oh, do you like fit surge protection and all that? And he goes, why don't you? And I was like, hold on a minute, mate. I goes, you know, I do. And like, lucky enough, because like my Instagram is a bit like a CV, I said, look, mate, we go through them. Like any job I show you, the test certs, we go through them if you like. You know what I mean? It's like, I've got nothing to hide. You know, I pride myself on that. You know what I mean? Is I don't mind a laugh and a joke, but when it comes to work, we're at it, you know, if you want to. Yeah. And like I was showing him, and he was going, and he was saying to me, and he was so, I think it was because it pissed me off. Because when the surge protection come in in the 18, it's like, I was the only one, not the only one in Stevenage or around this area, but I have a good, I have a good relationship with all my wholesalers and all that. You know, I'm a pretty friendly geezer, so I, I have a laugh of them all, you know. So, and I was asking them, like, you know, trying to get the price. 
but no one was fitting them. But I was still fitting them because obviously I was having like last year I was supposed like last year's appointment got cancelled, so I was still fitting them. But I, I always will, you know what I mean? It's like I'm quite lucky with my customers. I'm not on, you know. When I say quite lucky with my customers, I do it to as I think I should do it. You know, I'm like if so if someone comes at me with a like a house rewire, we you know or anything, I won't put in stuff to lower the price. You know, the price is the price, you know. I don't, you know, I don't put any shit gear in. Or I don't come back, so you know what I mean? We've all been there, haven't we? You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, yeah. you know, you have the shit garden lighting, you know what I mean? You spend the rest of your life going back there, don't you? You know what I mean? For me, it, it's like, for me, surge protection is one of those things that will slowly become the norm. But as yeah. with any, anything new... It takes a while to it takes a while to become like part of the status quo. Now, yeah, I think I think surge protection is important to a certain degree. It's not just for lightning. It, it, there's a lot of things it deals with, but it really comes down to your customer and your ability to tell your to explain to your customer why why they should have it. And uh, most customers aren't really aren't really trying to listen, are they? It's a hard no. SPD is a hard sell. No, sorry, wanna... so, sorry, on. lads. I'll, I'll tell you why I was going at where I was and the reason why the geezer asked me is that I live in, like, as I say, I live in Hertfordshire and all that. If you look at the regulations, we live in the most like dangerous area, like the Twister zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I've fucking been a spark for 23 years. I don't know anyone. I know one person's house that's been struck and that was struck by the aerial when it blew the house up. You know, and they're like, you know, and it's like, you know, you live in the worst area because that's why obviously the geezer was getting a bit, was like, you know, pulling people yeah, up it, on it. It's, it's not just for lightning though. Like it's, it can be, you can get a surge from your your fridge spooling up and stuff like that. It's not just lightning surge, it's all surge. Um, there might be like a, sometimes you get fluctuations on the grid and this just protects your house from those yeah. small fluctuations or from a lightning strike that's so unlikely that if you tried to sell it on the basis of a lightning strike people will laugh in your face and, and say no you're all right don't come with your with your expensive lightning strike package. yeah no yeah. you're all right yeah. yeah but yeah but that's what i'm saying to you though sam is that i've i've never dealt i've never been to a job the only time i've ever been to a job where it was to do with voltage is you know like the air source pumps yeah yeah and all that. Some of some of them on the uh, the Mitsubishi Eco Dance. I don't know if they still do. We're talking about five, ten years ago. But their circuit board, if they went over two fifty volts, which it can do in the remote areas, it will blow the PCBs, and I had to put a voltage uh, optimizer on it. You know what I mean? But other than that, I've never seen it. Or you know, it's just it's just one of those things like where you think, like you know, a bit like Chroma. Is it real? Is it made up or what? Uh, do you know what, mate? I know exactly what you mean. It's a surge exactly of mean. the uh, Corona world. Listen, yeah. we could go down that rabbit hole if you want. Oh, I don't believe in Corona. How much, what, what is the, what's the cheapest board you could get with an SPD feed? I don't know. I, I, I kind of, I think I do know, but... I, I think it's to, about £150, Hager done one. But the trouble is it's £150, but you're back to a, a dual RCD board. When yeah, we're talking I about think, RCBOs, so I think I pay I pay roughly about one twenty plus VOT for a Hager. And what's the and what's that for a dual RCD board? Yeah, Hager. And what's the well, cheapest? 
What's the cheapest dual John... RCD board you can get, mate? Sorry. Yeah, I, I 60, 70 I, quid? Yeah, I, to be honest, we always go, I always go with Hager, really, because we carry all the stock. We're, if it's RCBOs, I'll go Wilex or Hager. Mm-hmm. If it's free phase, it's usually Hager or um, Merlin, uh, not Merlin. Schneider. No, nah, I can't afford that. Jesus. Nah. That's what Merlin <laughs> Duran was. Merlin Duran was Schneider. Eaton. Yeah, it <laughs> is. And, and, yeah, Eaton, yeah, MEM. MEM I used to go for. I yeah, was going to yeah, go yeah. for it on this job I'm doing at the moment, but I, I didn't quote the surge protection, so we went for Hager. <laughs> Fair play. Um, but think... yeah, that, that, that Snyder, that Snyder, like, it's, it's lovely gear, and I, I've so, I'm sure I've seen one of your videos and you were chatting about it, and yeah, because obviously they don't have the fly leads on the uh, RCBOs anymore, do they? But there's a few, I think Hager do one without fly leads, do they not now? No, well, not the one I bought today because I tell you, it takes you about a day just to dress them in, so they don't look shit. There's, I, I thought it was Hager, <laughs> but there's definitely another brand that isn't Schneider that are doing domestic boards without the towels. I thought it was Hager. Oh, oh Hager, though. Yeah, that's yeah. that is for the that's for the Earth monitoring lead. That's for the functional Earth. They still yeah. they yeah they still have yeah they still have the leads for the blue ones, don't they? No, I didn't think they did. I thought it was yeah, all yeah, bad yeah. leads. I thought they plugged in. No, the Hager ones do, yeah, because I, I think Crabtree you might. But you don't really see that brand anymore, do you? Like, no, nah, I'll have to get back to you, but there was a brand I know because everyone was going for them. I, th- yeah, so not, because I, think... it, I thought it was the Hager Club. Everyone was posting them on the Hager Club, the Hager nah, Installer nah. Club thing. No, nah, because they, 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 the t- they, they still have the blue... Um, the, the blue the blue uh, fly lead for the for the neutral but the, yeah they, they don't have the white i'm gonna look yeah. right now you you talk amongst yourselves and i'm gonna see you try to find this board for you because i'm sure there was one well, tell me this will what give me something give me something you love about the industry and something you hate about the industry starting with something you hate um something i hate i hope interest-free credit for all my customers yes good answer and what do you love about the industry what do i love about it that i'm uh what do i love about it i don't know really it's it's passion in it it's your your pride in it i i for me the one thing i hate is um i hate the social media side of it now um i love i love and hate the social media side it can be so draining um, yeah, but moment. Sam, you are doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's not social media. That's yeah, I suppose it is. No, but it's like there's there's a downside. <laughs> there's a downside to it, and then you've got the good side to it, which is having these conversations, like having these conversations, getting to know you, what makes you tick. You know, yeah. do you know what we haven't asked you? Are you what? JRB? Did you come up the right way? Did you have a yeah, good yeah, apprenticeship? Yeah. yeah, no, I didn't. I. Funny enough, like I was saying to you earlier, I've never had a job interview. What I'd done was, I'd done my first, I I was classed as an adult trainee when I first started with my first JLB car, because I started, I went to college full-time when I was 18, and I'd done two years, and then I'd done the third year, and then on, on the last year, I was kind of giving up, because I didn't think I was going to get a start. And then the geezer on, on the class, Nathan, he said, oh, I'll get see if I can get you a start with my firm. And then and then we left college and about three weeks later he said, Meet us at the um slip road at um Corey's Mill. J- jumped in the back of a van and then that was it. 
you know what I mean? I've never had a job interview. Never, like, only in electrical, I've never had a job interview or nothing, you know what I mean? So how old was you when you, when you made the change? Oh, no, I was, I was, I was 18, 19, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I've been doing it. I think my first, I think my first qualification was 96, 95, something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I basically... I basically left school because obviously we were all raving in them days. You know what I mean? So it's all a bit wild. So. I'd say obviously, you know, <laughs> yeah. <not> everyone was. <laughs> well, you lads are a bit younger than me, so you. I am, yeah. I miss, I miss that. Well, scene. well, I would fuck off. You're not that much younger than him. I am. You got ten years on me. Not quite that much on you, Sam. How old are you? Will? Don't look it, Bert. Does it, Jesus? I had a difficult paper bag. <laughs> So, to, uh, Will, are you a JRB gold card holder? Yes, I am, mate. Yeah, yeah. I've also got all my testing as well. So two, three, nine, one, up. Are you eighteenth yeah. now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've done it at Hager as it goes. Listen oh, nice. to, 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 to be to be the arsehole with the conversation. No one's a JRB card holder anymore since about two thousand and three. What's your name, Neil? I'm telling you, it's an ECS card, isn't it? An ECS. Listen. For us, oh, like for oh, us, oh, proper oh, sparks. Yeah. For us, proper <laughs> sparks. True. You know what I mean? It's true. Listen, let's get it factually for, right. For us, agency <laughs> bumps. Do you know what I mean? It's a JRB card. I'm actually approved. I'm actually approved. How much do I get for approved? I suppose we all are, aren't we? You do get an uplift. No, you, you're only approved now if you've got your, if you've done your time. Uh, you've got your two, three, nine, one, and your three or five years. I can't remember what it is. Two years. Two years. Two, two years post qualification, and you got over two, three, nine, one, and then yeah, you're see, approved. I, see, I've done. I, I've got to be honest. I've done mine all, all a bit mongrel because it was all to do with the times. So I've actually, I've even got an AM one. Has either you got an AM one? No. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I've done my college. Like, as I said, like when I done my college full time, so I got my AM one. I got my one or two, and then I done my level three in the in like, like the evenings and all that. And at the time. At the time, because the company I was work like like working for, yeah, I was actually on the cards there. They they see your level three as qualified, you know, because they weren't a JRB company, and JRB weren't. Everyone was still frowning upon JRB because they they, they were bullying their way because they've always historically always you know always urban myth because obviously you don't have the internet and that shit now, do you? But they, it was always like heard of like all the big companies used to dictate people's wages, so everyone. Wanted to stay. It sounds familiar, doesn't it? You know, what I mean, it's still it's very much a thing. I think the, the top yeah, sort of eight so, companies that, yeah, yeah. So the so the company I was with, and then all of a sudden, like we was like I was made up to be Sparks and all that, and then all of a sudden we went on a JRB site, or like they needed the ECS, you know, and all that, and then they issued like half the workforce, like with um, the adult trainee ones. But I think. I think I still got my original one where I could have got got it without. I think I had the, I think I got the two three six O or something like that. Yeah, I think it's called. You know, I, I did have that. So, I, I, but I didn't register it in time to get it because there was a cut off period, weren't there? So yeah. I didn't register it, and then and then I done my two testing courses because I started getting into testing. I, I've always known how to test anyway, 
but like, um, and then um, and then I had to do. Uh, I'd have a bit, bit of a touch with that because I'd done my mature MVQ three because I wanted to get the gold card, you know, complete. Because yeah. it's odd, isn't it? Because you can have your testing, but you can't have a gold card. Very strange. It's it's that's bizarre, isn't it? You don't it's need to be to do qualified with... to do your training to do your testing qualification. Yeah, and do you know what the funny thing about it was? Is I'd done my assessment and all that, and I'd done it at the Maritime Museum, you know, down in Greenwich. Yeah. You know, like by the cut so they done it. They done that up, and I was love it, wasn't it? Yeah, it's lovely. It's, it's lovely. Um, you could drive down there on a Sunday and go, because it's all free parking. Never mind. But yeah, but and, like, and uh, there's a Greenwich uh, brewery there as well. That's a fantastic day out. Oh, that's a massive one, isn't it? Is it yeah. Maine? Is it Maine? It's called or we used to drive past it, and then, like it was, it was like seemed pretty small. But then all of a sudden, you see it in all the uh, the pubs. I think they do. I think they do Tottenham, the Tottenham ground. But yeah, no, no, anyway, no, no, no. as I was saying, yeah, so like then the assessor come out and but he couldn't take any photos because you you know, because it's on a maritime place, he couldn't take any photos and all that sort of stuff. So it's really bizarre. And like when the guy come out, because what was that? Must have been about eight years ago when whenever he come out and the questions he was asking me, because he was like, Oh I've got Russia, you know, like see if you know the trade. It was like it was like pathetic, you know what I mean? It's like not pathetic, but some of the questions here is just really bizarre. But yeah, and that's how I got my gold card and all that. It's a bit a bit of a strange way, but I went from a firm, then we went to a company that done loads of it, like commercial industrial. Like I've been cursed with that because if you both come from you Sam, you come from domestic dinner. No, what about well, you, Ricky? I, Did you come? I, I cut, I cut my, I cut my teeth in domestic, but really and truly, um, last ten years has been all commercial. So, yeah. Well, I, I come from commercial, so you know, conduit trunking and all that. Like, I don't know why people say industrial, like, because it's very few of us do that, isn't it? Really. Like, I've done industrial. I've, I've done petrol stations. That's light yeah, industrial, but, I guess. But that's only really industrial and power stations, isn't it? Like we're using the, like explosion glands and all that, like them hall glands and all that. But yeah, and I, I started off with um, like commercial. And then the next firm I went to, they were more like domestic. So I'd done, I'd done all the uh, commercial stuff. Like I've done a summer fields. I've done like aroma, like 400 seater sta uh, stadium uh, restaurant and all that. And I tell you, since that coming from, uh, commercial it's like being fucking cursed everyone thinks you know you fucking everything didn't they? You know what I mean? yeah and talking about people coming out to society as well i remember an mvq assessor coming to see me once and normally you have one assessor but i was working away from home so i sent a different assessor down and i was stripping out an old board and i was getting the swa glands off now i know you say you don't use schneider but a bit uh, you've gone across the old schneider three phase boards oh, uh, yeah yeah since i worked the old spine myself, boards like Sure. Yeah. So they've got a lip at the top of them. So when you yeah. gland stuff into them, there's nothing you can get in there to, to release yeah. the, the lock in that. So I had a hammer and screwdriver knocking them out. And they come, I'll pretend I never see that. So, well, how would you do it then, mate? You show me a better way, because you can't get your grips in there. There's, there's, there's no yeah. bush spanner that big. You can't, can't use a bush. Yeah. You show me a better way. Yeah. Oh, uh, you no, you're probably right. You, well, and that's just people ask just... A bit like that at times, a bit yeah. stupid, you know. Think about what why someone's doing something first. Yeah, you say you say that about like, not doing Schneider and all that. If you look on my forehead, you can see that mark there. 
that's where I knocked off a one of those. Uh, it was a Snyder board because Merlin Duran like went away quite a few years ago, wasn't it? But like, yeah, you know, the, the, old, ice the old orange and grey. <laughs> yeah, the old ice boards. You know, yeah. like where it come off. I was taking the board lid off and like like a fucking idiot with those. You got to leave one of the top ones in, didn't you? Because mm. they proper spring out, didn't they? And it yeah. was like I was hung over to. Sh- anything and it cracked me right across the nose no i mean it's a proper bad cut as that's well that's a depressing one as well in it for yeah. fuck's sake right in the it nose it is well. you know what i mean it's like water brick and it's just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and funny enough that particular job was one of the jobs what got me into milwaukee because the geezer i was doing the work for it was on a price but i absolutely smashed it and i think it was like he just couldn't give me the money because his, his partner was like would be like no chance so, and my, I had a couple of drills blow up, and then he goes, oh, I'll go down to like the local shop, like AC Supplies, and obviously you can just go for the most expensive ones in there, then yeah, so. And then all of a sudden I've become cursed with that brand, because. <laughs> it's you know good if I mean? someone else is paying, but yeah, it's when it's you paying, mate, it's an expensive Yeah, it's, it's actually all right. If you go online and all that, it actually ain't too bad. But I used to be, I used to, well, I still am, kind of, but all my 110 stuff's all were Makita, but. I didn't like the weight of Makita, you know, because my mate Kevin I was working with at the time, he had one, but I'm heavy handed. So I like it, I like it heavy. It's like the screwdrivers, like I like fault, like the Falcon screwdrivers. Mm. They're worth a go. They're 25 There's a conversation we're having on, on DeWalt actually being too heavy. I like it. Uh, but yeah. listen, as, as we come to the end of the podcast, Will, anything else you want to uh, get off your chest? Anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to ask in the last five minutes we've got here? Um, no, I'll talk fucking forever, mate. <laughs> no, I like it. We'll have to have you back on. We'll have to pick a pick a power subject and get you back on because I reckon you could just go on forever. Oh, definitely, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, where can we it's, find you? Will people want to find out more about your YouTube channel? You're on Instagram. Yeah. What's your yeah, handles? Instagram, Instagram, or uh, YouTube. I don't. I don't really do Facebook or on and Twitter. I don't really do. I only go look at UFC fighters and porn stars, to be honest. <laughs> mm. What else play, are you looking for? And what, what's your handle? Where, 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 what are people searching? Just Wills Electrical? Uh, just Wills Electrical Services, YouTube, or being the Sam Geezer with a massive head. What, Sam? That's Rick. <laughs> There's about three of them here, Boy got there first. Boy got there first. Hey, listen, Rick's got the biggest head in the world. I'd you say this, but you're not a man with a small head. You're Mate, not a you, man with look, a small I'm standing head. next to you, I look like Beetlejuice. In Listen, that we're going to start doing... Um... Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> right, anyway, lads, cheers. Thanks for having me on, and it's pleased to meet you. And hopefully we'll maybe wait, meet up for a drink or something one day, eh? Oh, yeah, I I'd think, love um, that. Professional, uh, no, with Lex. Lex is coming up, in it? Maybe he'll be there yeah, in November if he goes on. Uh, so where are we finding us, mate? So we could do... Sorry, mate. God, you 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 yeah, you're off too quick. Chelsea football club, yeah. No, <laughs> Chelsea, you. Not. I'm I'm a rugby fan, mate. I don't do that. Kick, no, we don't do nonsense. that here. Listen, so don't forget to check us out on all social media platforms, um, YouTube or even at egte.co.uk. That's got all the links on there as well. Just search on any of the other platforms: Electrician's Guide to Everything or EGTE. EGTE podcast. You Google EGT, you get a, you get an airport. You type in EGT podcast, it's all us. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Last one. Gents, it's been a pleasure. Until next time.